Well, welcome to the after party where that was my final game of D&D because I'm never going to roll better. <laughs> God damn, Amanda. Yeah, this is our announcement that the podcast is over. I'm sorry. Thank you for all your support. But it's been great. It's been real. Um, send your letters of consolation to yep. Amanda. Yep. We'll be auctioning off all of our dice. Mm-hmm. I mean, the good news is, though, that we got a holiday out of this. It's Rogue's Day. It's Rogue Day. Happy Rogue Day. Hey. Hey, we're all rogues. Roll crits on everything. Where you steal from everyone you love and hate. Yep. That's the slogan. Yep. It's, it's and pointing great. a dagger at somebody's throat gets them to do what you want. Every time. That's no true. Problem. That's true most days. I think though. that's a truism, yeah. Uh, well, that was fun for me. I had a great time. I think we all had a great time. I think there's a lot of questions here. Questions that I have. Answers that I don't have. Weird light related things. All the sorts of stuff happened. I gotta say that this is like peak D and D for me. I think that like both my DMing and your character work, all of y'all were like on point, and this is like why people play D and D. I gave you this environment, I introduced this character, I posed some questions, gave you some answers, and yet your choices pushed the story forward. It's like I I always put question marks and like bolded and italicized stuff in my notes to be like, what happens here? What happens if they crack it? What happens when Salmon comes down the rope ladder? Are they going to hide? Are they going to fight? Are they going to like shoot it down? When does the mud torrent come through? And like you guys answer those questions just from being in the space. And like this is peak DMing and D&D for me. I love that. But I'm also what I'm hearing is... Y'all also just tore apart things I was trying to do and did it very differently than I expected. We do <laughs> Which need, isn't bad. We do need to pause because first question, salmon. salmon. Was that seriously premeditated? Yeah, that's um uh, our friend Fishlaws. That's uh, their name that Aww, they wanted us to use. Amazing. What a good name. It's a very it's good name. It's an excellent name. And I just like, I had to use it. And it came up in the lottery, but like when it happened, I'm like, hell yes, let's do it. Nice. When I was little slash up until about a year ago. <laughs> So a big range. A big Very range. large range. A large part of my life. So I, 73 years. So yep. all of my 87 years that I've been born minus one, I've always said uh, salmon as salmon. Like it's actually a new thing for me to say it correctly salmon. because I always, I spoke Spanish. I did ESL, salmon, and I really couldn't crack salmon or, oh, I'm b- about to, almond? Almond. Almond. <laughs> I can't crack the I can't crack that one. But can't crack that nut. Nope. Very good. Very good. Very good. But uh, so I hope I didn't uh, butcher salmon too much. But... I think someone's pronunciation made me made me mine. pronounce the L. It was mine. Okay. Okay. It was mine because okay. I don't normally say that. Good name though. Yeah, I'd also like to say that I think hopefully we've been calling P O R O neutral pronouns, and we want to continue that with salmon having neutral pronouns as well. Hopefully we didn't we kept that going. So just like if. I slipped up by saying uh, he, just let you know, non-binary character. Yeah. Yes, P-O-R-O was gender neutral, and so is Salmon. Yeah. Cool hair, though. Salmon. Very cool hair. Is it dyed? It's dyed. It's dyed red hair. Do they go to the salon or they do it themselves, do you think? They do it themselves. I know I rolled good enough on my insight checks to know that what Salmon was talking about. Yeah. 
I just, I guess, have this problem where I don't believe this person that they want to actually go in and win this thing and become popular because that sounds absurd to me. Yeah. I mean, this is still The Bachelor. Uh, like, I'm really trying not to stray from those roots. Like, people still want to be famous. And for whatever reason, like, you guys have a larger political purview of what's going on, but Salmon wants to win I don't for various get reasons. They're Salmon... here for the right reasons. Yes. We are not. They... We are not. <laughs> but we're all in the mud matrix, and I need Salmon to wake up. Chad matrix. Uh, sorry. We're all in the Chad <laughs> matrix, and we all need to wake up. I don't know. There I... was a very good chance that that room we went into was just a big Chad. The idea that we are just in like the stomach of a larger Chad is a really interesting like a, universe model. And there's again. a smaller Chad, Chad inside. Yeah. And he's yeah. a human. Yeah. Well, well, that's why he can be in there. I again, <laughs> I don't want to tell you that any of your uh, theories Fan are theory. not all on the back of a but, turtle. But no? the the Matrix theory is not the theory. <laughs> <laughs> the Matrix Chad theory is the only correct theory. And I don't have anything. This isn't Discworld. It's just Dungeons and Dragons. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Lose world. I, I have an actual question though. Okay. If Anara had not picked a lock so adeptly, yeah, what would have happened? Mm. Oh, do you really want me to tell you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the whole after party's for. <sighs> it's the whole intros. What would it could have oh, happened? Oh, I guess you'll never know. I'm assuming Eric won't tell us. I'm assuming that that water would have pushed us out of the room and into that chasm and down. Or, right, or he would have had to like combat it and swim and if we, if we figure it out figure or push out, us up yeah. through the trap door to meet Brinks somewhere along the way. Man, I did not anticipate Brinks coming out of that trap door. Not that a was such bit. a shocking moment for me. I loved it. I'm I like, forgot who I was. Well, I'm all about the fact that Brinks has fully admitted that they're not in control of this, which to me is frustrating. That's, that's bananas. This I is know. a game changer. Because returning to uh, your point, No, Fish, we're still playing d d About... <laughs> <laughs> Eric has Eric left. is leaving He's the leaving. room. He's taking out the sound panels. Returning to your point, Fish, about not believing that Salmon is here for the right reasons. I believe that Brinks wants a companion. She may have political pressure to participate in this game, and there may be like sociopolitical consequences that are kind of outside her control. But me, Amanda, like I believe that she wants a companion, and she's actually vetting people. But she did say, she had a line about, um, I thought y'all just want, inter she didn't say y'all because she's not from Texas. Um, <laughs> to the audience, I thought you wanted to be entertained. I thought you wanted to be entertained. Right. I think she's talking straight up just to the mud. I think the mud has taken control of this entire city state. They're not looking for a representative in the sense of like a leader. They're looking for a representative and then thus entertainment to keep the populace, you know, stable and working because this is a mud plane and right. this is all controlled by the Coliseum and the mud. And um, my read of that line gone. was like, I think that that's what the mud told Brinks. You know, the, the producers would say to her, oh, listen, the people really need some entertainment. We need to really shake it up. We need to really get this going. And that's what they were feeding her. But the point being, like, I think we all need to break out. And it's exciting to me that we're kind of on the same side in this way. Not to mention that Inara's wearing her crush's shoes, which, you know, it's cute. She's also being produced, which is interesting. Right. So here's what's happening in my head. We have to rescue Alonzo, which we haven't seen. What's not the, forgotten. What's the day since Alonzo now? Like five? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. knows. Well, even we even more because before we left, he was gone for some time. So mm -hmm. it's been like 15 days or yeah. something. And then now we have to rescue Brinks. Well, and then Brinksy. you got Alice and, then and we the got other Alice. people. We got all the contestants that who are here for the right reasons but aren't aware of what's happening. But yeah. then all the contestants who are no longer 
part of the contest who are presumably in this dungeon in this as well. Dungeon. Including yeah. Kevin Vacation, who's not dead. The one that you dead. killed. No, you not killed. Dead. No, you very much not killed Not dead. Kevin Vacation is not dead. I absolutely cast Spare the Dying. He is alive and will live to... Whatever you need to tell yourself when you go Grow out sleep. another day. I was actually really concerned about going back up uh, the way that Salmon was trying to get us to go because I did not want to go through that aggro room again. Yeah, that was smart. We kind of had a minute here at the table where when we were about to go, we were thinking, all right, well, we can't get back in the cart because we went downhill that whole time. So we can't like propel ourselves upward. And we over a chasm. Right. I really wanted to go down the chasm. I wanted to just like jump repel, down, see repel down. We have yeah. infinite rope. We can use the <laughs> apples to help us. Yes. I yes. will say that that didn't really come up for me because Tracy did give a 15 minute head start and only 15 minutes. I think that like at some amount of time, the mud came through. So I had assumed that the mud would then follow our path as we came. So coming from that side, not coming from where they did. So that's why I think it was, at least for me, shocking that that's where Brinks was and then that's where the mud came from. So to me, this means, and Eric, don't say anything. To me, this means that Either they didn't know and now they know, or they've always known every secret passage in this mansion. Well, yeah. I mean, we've been screwed and lied to every corner. Which is fair and fine, but I'm also, it's weird to me that this entire structure of underground thing has no mud in it. And it's very specifically no mud, and it's instead this other material. Well, in the vial, there was rock and mud, so it seems like they Some do kind of go interplay. hand in hand. Yeah. All right, I have another question. Sure. Eric. A zoo cube? <laughs> Tell oh. us about this horrible monster who we may or may not have avoided fighting. Okay, the zoo cube, I got my original inspiration from a YouTube channel called Drawfee, and they did a- like. What a, up? Come on our show. Yeah, what up, Caldwell Tanner? Where you at? Nathan! Um, Julia, no, I want Julia. No, I want Julia. She's the fucking She's best. best. And basically, they just like draw silly things, and they do it like as a stream, and then they upload it. Uh, as a YouTube video. And they did this one that was rejected Dungeons and Dragons monsters. And it was with Molly Ostertag, also an amazing artist. And one of them made this monster called the Zoo Cube. And it was super silly. Nope. It was like there was a like a temporal like portal in, nope. inside of a slime cube. No. And like one had a bear and one had Donkey nope. Kong and one had a, a massive cat. Don't like it. There was an elephant butt, I think. There was an elephant butt in it, yeah. Elephant feet. And uh, I was so inspired by it. I'm like, that is such an interesting idea to deal with multiple monsters at the same time. You're like, great. The one thing Amanda hates is when multiple creatures are mashed together in horrifying body and, morphing ooh, ways. You shouldn't long watch any anime. Too, right? you hate Super long, long limbs. Yeah, yeah, longer than they should be. Yeah, don't watch any And you're like, ever. I know what should happen in this D&D campaign. I don't want to say anything more about it because you guys might end up fighting it at this point. So I don't, don't want to give anything away. But you did hear a bunch of different howls, growls, and roars. Now, on the inside of the cube at the center, are all their butts touching? Well, not <laughs> all of the butts are facing that way. There's some butts that are facing out. Well, I think it's no, like, there's not. No, they, <laughs> they're, they're all, like they're all, all suspended in the slime, and like they move around depending on who's on top and what's facing out. So, like, like the, one on the, the one on the bottom is the one with the feet. So, like, they switch around to like put their feet on the bottom. So, like a two people in like a horse suit. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a cube, well, six of them. and right. it's a cube, right? And they're going to try there's to kill us. There's a little break room in the middle, a little water cooler. Ooh, this is horrifying. Oh no! Oh no! Is there a fan in the middle of this cube with like an ice pack? Yeah, to keep it cool. Yes. 
Just cool. one, and it's already been yeah. melted. And it's all slime, though. Like, they didn't really go into... That's not better, Eric. It's like, they were, like, environments on the one from Drawfee. So, like, but I like the thing that, like, the monsters are, like, or whatever is in the cube are, like, suspended in ooze and slime. I think it's pretty cool, and I'm excited for what happens next week. So everyone tweet at Drawfee and get them on our show. Thank you, please. <laughs> you want to interview them on Punchbowl? Yes. This, though, is a very good reminder that we are done with this show. Our characters are completely done. Shit has broken bad. Tracy was done. Johnny has been done. I think Inara was kind of holding on because having one-on-one time with Brinksy would have been fun. Pancakes. Inara loves Cute winning. girls. Cute girls. Like, there's drinks. There's punch. There's fruit. What's not to love? Private bathroom. But uh, now I am done as well because, you know, someone stole our stuff. It's clear the mud is really malicious. Tracy is really upset. And however morally Inara and Tracy disagree, like that doesn't square. Yep. It's also super interesting. So we all have doppelgangers in this moment. Tracy's has been ousted as a fraud. So what does that mean for Autumn? What does that mean for Alice? Is Alice a true Southerner? No. That's the that's the <laughs> and Southern Baptist Southern Baptist Johnny clearly also not a Southerner. Uh, well, Autumn seems to be a, an authentic assassin, so I am curious to see if she and I are going to meet up topside somewhere. I thought it was Autumn. I think Fish and I both thought it was Autumn coming through the yeah, hatch, we were sure the, the trap door. Now, what's the line, the fine line between assassin and just straight up murderer? I think uh, that's Autumn. Autumn is the line, and it's actually a murderer. The answer is Yeah, murderer. I think she's just it's a, a murderer. It's a code of honor, and we have no reason to think that she is particularly moral. She murdered what's-his-name? The one who had all the funny- Yeah, uh, in the uh, arena. In yeah. the arena. She yeah. murdered the, the guy cruise. with the- Cruz. with all cruise. the really bad- uh, uh, Catchphrases. Catchphrases. Right, and she didn't need to, and she hid it from the cameras, and Inara may have been- Attracted at first uh, and then entranced, but I'm very aware. And, you know, there's always this tension of like wanting to advance in this goal that I've had for myself, you know, of, of joining the guild. But right now, all I know to be true is that like my team is doing the right thing and we are here to save Alonzo. And none of the people we've met so far are aligned with that mission. So we are like getting the hell out. Well, here's the thing. I'm Johnny's actually very good friends with the guild master. And so he'll talk to him about it because it is. It is, you know, breach of protocol. You're an assassin. You're supposed to, you know, it's the bylaws. You're, it's it's, send it's them a break. A quick, casual text. Yeah. Okay. Yo, you, you free? Let's you chat. Up? You up? You up? Well, that's just. <laughs> it, it, well, I mean, you know, it's breaking the bylaws. You're supposed to assassinate your target or like deal with your target, not just like free willy like kill for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Did Free Willy kill for fun? <laughs> Honestly, though? Yes. He's a killer whale. I guess I, and then, I'd like to posit, though, uh, that you don't know who Autumn's target was. And if it Autumn was Cruz, that's an awful. Like, well, Autumn target. just said that she was sent there to just, like, take out everybody. So, Eric, where did the idea for this holy water pitcher come from? Is this uh, adapting something known, or this kind of came to you? I was thinking a lot how Salmon came to become P-O-R-O and like there had to be a way to navigate around the mud because like they have a leg up even if they don't know exactly what was going on and I, I thought about Super Mario Sunshine you guys ever play that for the GameCube mm-hmm. yep. and uh, the way that you use the flood which is this like water backpack water gun to like just clean up all the goo and I thought that was going to be something similar it, it's, it doesn't like destroy the goo necessarily but it cleans it up it's all about just like cleaning and 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 um, splitting and just kind of moving aside. 
Does that mean they lied to me about what cleaning solution they used? They just were using. I was going the water? to make a quip about it, but I couldn't think of it in time. No, they also made. They also used Lysol, but to clean the the mud off. I guess like I was also trying to point out like what is this mud? I mean, you guys keep thinking it's the Matrix, but it's like I want to put some real bounds on this. Is like what can it form into? What can it stick to? Like it can't stick to things if you clean it off with holy water with like special water. Just like you cleaned it off of the boots. I mean, that was another thing that I wanted to point out about Brinks' boots is that uh, they were always muddy and like you thought that they were controlling the mud in this one way, but really m the mud happens in this different way. It's like, I don't want you to think that the mud is a matrix. Like I thought about the materials and the properties of this mud and how do you control it? So you're saying it's more powerful than the matrix. <laughs> that it's not all encompassing. It has known limits. Well, there's and, a, well yeah. so does the matrix. There's a reason it's this city is underground and seemingly has bounds. Yes. Right. And it's because these bounds are where are where the mud is stops being effective. Yeah. Sure. But I was really proud of our team in that moment because I really thought that by putting on the boots, I'd be able to control the mud. I think all of us probably did. And when that didn't happen, like I put the boots on, I looked at Eric and he was like, you're wearing boots. <laughs> I, I thought you got some that, good looking boots. I thought that like the mud was corrupting whatever power the boots had. And that one's cleansing because that mud was specifically, he had said before, was like very old, like caked on, caked like on, it had right. been there forever and wouldn't like... Like the mud that we clean off of ourselves, our characters clean off of ourselves because it's so new and fresh. We can we can have it clean, but, right, that, but the the mud of those boots had been so ingrained. I thought it had something to do with the mud had almost corrupted the boots, or the boots and the mud together became corrupted, hence all the bad yeah. stuff with the mud. But instead, we have this weird vial right. that Amanda decided to throw. I did. I didn't like pause to ask what uh, no, there was what no Brandon table talk and Fish there. thought I should do. None there. Well, I just want to say, as as the third party to the situation, it was a beautiful moment of Amanda tossing up a alley oop for fish to then seemingly dunk into a hoop. Although, and it was a beautiful thank you amalgamation of your two souls. Thank you into one dunk. <laughs> thank you. I, I would have asked you to go smash Tracy, but I thought that some magic might be needed in this case. I think that was the right decision. So I'll cho I'll choose you next time, bud. Tracy, I mean, smash. I don't want to say more about the vial. I'm sure that it'll come up, but. Uh, this definitely changed what happened in the game. Two things. One thing, I'm glad that Lysol is the only brand to transcend fantasy and reality. Fabuloso. <laughs> I brought yep. up Fabuloso. Fabuloso. Two brands. Yep. They're all clear products. Two. Fabuloso. Can you have one without the other? No. no. Two, I am salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I need things to be meticulously cleaned. I have allergies and I'm allergic to dust and must clean all the dust away. Me too. When Eric said that, I looked at him like, wow, buddy, just at me next time. <laughs> this is like worse than subtweeting. It's like sub podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, Brandon and I share the love of keeping things meticulously neat. Like if I had a garage, I would have a pegboard on the wall with all the tools traced with their outlines. Oh God, it's so calming. So good. Beautiful. So good. I put on my Amanda hat when I thought about Salmon's workshop. <laughs> Listen, Brandon's kitchen is much more organized than mine. That's true. <laughs> question from Squared. How old are Alonzo, Greg, and Max? Okay, this is a very important question. Alonzo is like 19. Tops. He is a teen boy. Imagine you or what you're going to be at 19. He like he hasn't made a great decision so far. He's a little beeb. He's like a college sophomore in like a classical Hamlet sort of way. How, like, they want to go off to college and they come back and have to deal with a big thing. A lot like that. Not like Jude Law or <laughs> Bell Gibson or Kenneth Branagh pretending to be teens. Like, actual, like, 19, 18, 19 year olds. Greg is only a little bit older. So, like, 21, 22. 
Um, in my head, Maximilian was his older brother. So he was trying to like secure everything for him so he didn't have to worry. So like probably around our age, maybe 25, 26. But it was like the other, it's like kind of the same thing with Greg, which I thought was interesting. It's like this the younger one is like the golden child who's like being groomed to do stuff. So I think it's kind of interesting subverting ideas of like royalty and lineage. Uh, but yeah, Max is the oldest and Alonzo is a little beeb. Question from Kyra on Twitter. Can you sort your characters into Hogwarts houses, please? Ooh, it's a good question. Are Slytherin good or is Slytherin just some bullshit? I think we're going to believe in the ideal of Slytherin and talk about it as a full house. Okay. So no Gryffindor is like the most boring, right? I think Tracy must be Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. I'm thinking Hufflepuff. No. Uh, Ravenclaw? No, I think Tracy might be Gryffindor because he runs in. Right. And he also oh, like, and he's he stupid and bad at things because he runs in without thinking beforehand. Exactly. Yeah. And trust loyalty above all else. Yeah. And like yeah. commitment to his, his ideals. Yeah. Johnny didn't go to Hogwarts, but he teaches there. He went somewhere else. <laughs> and he's a teacher currently. He does like herbology or some shit. He just teaches. Bobaton's he's like, out. Yeah. He's like, he's definitely like from one of the other schools, maybe not even in Europe, but definitely from one of the other you schools. You went to the Invermore or whatever it's called. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> from another school and is currently teaching. What's Did Johnny teach? Johnny you know, like has illusions. the hooch, it's and like illusions. all the other teachers know that they oh, can yeah, come no. to you for, Johnny's for home a party brew. teacher. Like yeah, you yeah. go to Johnny like to have fun, and it's illusions. Johnny be good times. Yeah. is what your bar he is sits called. backwards on a ch- in a chair to, oh, to teach his uh, students about life. I oh asked God. them to rip up their textbooks that they paid so much money for <laughs> <laughs> the first day. I flourish and bless. And then you mend them with a. You rip them apart, and then they come back together. Well, no, so that's the first lesson. Yes, because it is repair your book, make it look like you did. Just fuck up. You don't actually repair it. You just make it look like it's fine. Yes, yes, yes. I hate this class. I, I drop out. What house is Inara? I don't know. I think there's a case to be made for Gryffindor. There's a case to be made for Slytherin. There's a case to be made for Hufflepuff because she's loyal. And Autumn definitely goes to Slytherin. Yeah, yeah, right. Wait, is Hufflepuff known for loyalty? I thought no, it was just Hufflepuff weed. are like good friends. Did you say just for weed? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Hufflepuff yeah, are the stoners. Because they're next to the kitchen. What they're stoners and they eat okay. food. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Anara's moral compass is strong enough for Gryffindor. Right. I think Anara is a Slytherin, but a Slytherin because she's like aware that she's a Slytherin and like intentionally is a Slytherin, but also is like not a Slytherin. Like you, you know what I mean? like Anara was asking the hat not to go Slytherin. The hat's like you. Literally, there's no other place for you. Like you gotta <laughs> yeah, go here. Yeah. But like she, just she hang she out plays with the game. I think yeah, I think she's not people. completely. She's not like only self motivated, but she is willing to like do whatever to get what she wants done done. Sure. Which I think yeah. tips her over into Slytherin. That's like what ro- I guess rogues are supposed to be like. Yeah. Cunning and yeah. Less good. More chaotic. Wait, hey, wait, hit me with hit me with some NPCs. I'm gonna do rapid fire. Greg uh, and Alonzo. Okay, Greg is obviously Ravenclaw, and Alonzo is obviously Gryffindor. Chad, Chad is Hufflepuff, ride or die. Kevin vacation, party school. <laughs> he went to Arizona State. <laughs> the speaker. Oh man, the speaker is definitely a. She is a professor, but she was of uh, Ravenclaw house, so she Ooh, favors. Yeah. yeah, she favors yeah. Ravenclaw. Bringsy. Oh, Brinks. I think Brinks is also is Hufflepuff. She's but like a Cho, Hufflepuff? But like a, a Cho Chang yeah. Hufflepuff? Cho-chang. Yeah. How about Evan? Oh, Who's Ev. very smart. I think Ev is Gryffindor. Mm. Because yeah, like sure. the Ravenclaws. Yeah. He's like would, the Neville Longbottom, like undercover Gryffindor. Yeah, like the yeah. Gryffindor. Like if he was in Ravenclaw, they would all like shit on him for his vocal thing. Yeah. For his um 
you know, it's that thing where you can't remember what oh, words. Okay, Valentine. Yeah. Valentine. Yeah. Valentine. Valentine uh, works with Hagrid. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. Or is Hagrid. Yeah. Captain Alex? Oh, man. Captain Alex. Probably Gryffindor, right? Gryffindor as well. Conway? Yeah. <laughs> Conway. <laughs> <laughs> is a house elf. Yeah. yeah. Cole? Ooh, that's a good one. Cole Slytherin. Yeah, for sure. Shout oh. out to Julia, who thinks Slytherin's okay. How's uh, Alonzo's dad? Alonzo's dad is a legacy Gryffindor. Sure, of course. Yeah. How's uh, Gregina? Slytherin. Uh, no, well, that's no, she was kicked she, out. No, because she was kicked out. So she might have been like Ravenclaw and then kicked out. Sure. Mm. We have a lot of NPCs. Um, uh, yeah, I dog. forgot about those triplets, those cousins, uh, Huey, Louie, and... Huey, Huey Dewey, and Louie. Huey, Dewey, and Louie, my friends, my pals. My, my good time friends. I think that they're but all. I actually care where they go. <laughs> James is probably a Hufflepuff. He James definitely is a, is a supplier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also like he got he, high in his own supply yeah, and he oh, did yeah. not pass his OWLs. Yeah. James is the Hufflepuff that's been in Hufflepuff for <laughs> oh, yeah. thirteen years. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the senior with a beard. Yeah, yeah. A question from our dear friend, audio sorcerer Misha: If each of you had your character's magic items, so the long arm of the law, the lantern, the cowl, and the medallion, what would you do with them? So I think each of us have our respective characters' items. I would just blink into the kitchen for a glass of water and back into my bed without having to leave it. That's funny because I would use my long arm of the law to get beer out of the fridge. There you go. Perfect. That, that's funny because I would go and do the same with the Undying Light and risk everything <laughs> and the shadow consuming me by asking the Undying Light to do stuff for me. No. Yeah. Same thing for the medallion. <laughs> We're all just stop doing time. The, I just stop time to go over so I don't miss my show and then yeah, I get a yeah. water and I go Love back it. to my bed. Love it. And then a star goes out? That's fine. Nah. Probably not anything. Nah, no consequences. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I like, there's no consequences for Tracy's item. There's some consequences for your item, Amanda. But yeah, you're really Amanda turns into a ghost halfway through. And she's like, like, oh no. You're not really thinking it through. Mine, tons of consequences. Yours for sure, Eric. All right, let me, wait. I want to do you guys. Okay. If I was Brandon with the long arm, actually no, the joke would have still been using your long arm of the law to get beer while you're editing. Absolutely. That's still on or point. snacks. Pizza. Anything, just so you can keep editing. Yeah. Amanda, you would turn into a ghost so that you can look into other people's apartments. Not so you can see them, but to see the other apartments and be like, it's like, wow, those people are allowed. I wonder why. Oh, it's because they have 12 dogs. Yeah, or like pop into a bar to see if there's seating before I decide to go there or not. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, that's, that's on it. brand. That's, that's on it. brand. For fish... <laughs> I think you would spend so much time trying to inspire people with the undying light. Mm -hmm. You would just be like, oh, yeah, this is the shadow. This is my thing now. I'm part shadow. That or I'm just seeking advice all the time. Like, because I second guess myself a lot. So I might as well listen to a, a, like a deity of like half of all existence plane say, oh, yeah, no, you should do this. Can't be it's wrong. Like, it's like undying light. Should and I get pizza from Domino's? No, and, then Misha come, and then Misha comes out and be like, Domino's makes your tongue hurt. <laughs> and just Misha all the time. It's just always just Misha. Basically, I just have Misha hang out with me telling me what to do. It's like, no, last time it hurt your tongue. And then David Reinstrom being like, but it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Is David Reinstrom the shadow now? Yeah. I could turn the lights off in my room. While I'm in bed. Yes. <laughs> you could. I mean, that's just good. You that's can like pet Philo while you're in bed. Yeah. I can pet all dogs from a distance. Yes. That's actually so sweet for me. I know. Well, I don't want to get all their fur on me, so I feel I you. I don't want to sneeze. Yeah. 
Well, it's been a heck of an episode, and thank you so much for joining us for this and every after party. Please let us know if you have questions, predictions, thoughts on wearing your crush's shoes. We are at Join the Party Pod on Twitter, on Facebook, on Tumblr, on Instagram, where we share photos every single week whenever there's a new episode and some time in between as well. Don't share socks. That's gross. Yeah, don't share socks. That's gross. Stinky feet, undying light be with you. Not quite, because we have a oh, live shit, show coming never mind. up. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to happen when we do this live at our live show on June 9th, 2018. 69 Nice. 69 Nice. No New one York noticed, City. y'all. <laughs> no one's noticed yet. Maybe they'll have noticed by the time they listen to this after party. But if you go to bit.ly slash join the party live, you will be able to buy tickets. They are cheap. Come and see us in New York City. We are going to do our darndest to stream it as well. But if you're able to come and join us in person, we're going to have a lot of surprises some guests, some stuff, some good, good things to drink and eat. And it is going to be a heck of a time. But no matter where in the world you are, you can keep the party going outside of the episodes by joining our Patreon community. It's at patreon.com slash join the party pod. You get NPC backstories. You get bloopers. You get Discord access. You can get physical stuff in the mail every three months from us with our handwriting on it. It's amazing. And they really are the best people on the internet. They are never taken up in a torrent of mud or holy water they never open up their exoskeletons to reveal an omen side that we know i I do that though they never make their friend feel bad for saying undying light be with you at the wrong time of the thing they they probably don't (laughs) if you want to be like our patrons and not like me please join us say hello to us in the discord patreon.com slash join the party pod and with that fish how do we end every episode crying Sadly, undying light be with you and not the shadow. Bye. Oh, I screwed that up. Bye, y'all. See you later. We're all off our game. (sighs) Just restart. Can we start from the top? (laughs) 